Episode 503 of the Lee Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Viking Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Frost Rock Arts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, indeed. Uh, on this uh, episode of Lee Cast, we've got a new patron as well as the uh, the wall of supporters. Um, we've got a little bit of Lee Cast news. We've got two items in the, uh, the new news, the rising news. Um, the new news, right? Yeah. Yep. We've got one starry. Uh, we've got some uh, some worlds discussion because uh, because you know worlds is starting worlds. Uh, in the GamerCraft competitive league section, and then uh, we will close it out with roundtable and probably not all of the emails, but most of the emails. So uh, let's jump into uh, to our sponsor for yeah, today's episode. So our sponsor for today's episode is GamerCraft. Uh, you guys know them. You guys love them. They are the competitive hub for gamers of all skill levels with the ultimate goal of bridging the gap between the pro and amateur scenes by providing premier competitive experiences otherwise not available for the everyday gamer. Uh, they run daily skill adjusted tournaments with over 40000 in monthly cash prizes, taking competitive tournament experience to the next level. They've got a great anti-cheat, anti-smurf, technology that really helps make sure that your matchmade games are against players of your skill level and fun. Uh, they've got a matchmaking AI which puts together the brackets. The tournaments are fully automated. They'll build the bracket. They'll get you the invite. They'll advance you. You'll get your prize. All of it's automated, which is super great. As <laughs> we've, we've run plenty of tournaments by hand. That shit... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's messy it's fast. Yeah, for sure. Um, as well as live tournament support in case anything goes wrong. So with the code LeagueCast, if you download the GamerCraft app, put in the code LeagueCast, you'll get a free $2 reward just for signing up. That's, that's $2. You know what you could do with that, Nick? You could you could buy two that's, things that cost a dollar each. You could Ooh. be a Tumo. You could be a Tumo for a month. For yeah. free. Mm-hmm. You want a little, you want a little two more discount? Get up on GamerCraft with code LeagueCast, and y- you know maybe playing some tournaments too, because yeah. uh, we all like playing League sometimes. <laughs> yeah, League players deserve a little bit of money, so get your free two dollars. Hell yeah, yeah. You uh, referral code LeagueCast when you download the app. Mm-hmm. You first. But yeah, they have they have lots of cool tournaments like coming up. They actually um just lowered the entry cost of they they have this huge tournament coming up. Uh, let me just like show it out really quick. Uh, so it's like they have a lot of paid entry tournaments. They have a lot of free tournaments. They have a big one coming up. Uh, that they they're partnering partnering with a company called Radiant Storm, and it's a fucking two day huge tournament. Oh. It's a diamond four cap. Um, it's this weekend. The first day is the ninth, and the second day is the tenth. And Dang. it's great. Now they lowered the entry fee to thirty dollars for team. I think it was a hundred before, so they lowered it quite a fair bit. Um, but it's a big prize pool. It's like I think uh five hundred dollar prize pool or something. It's it's really cool. So. If you want to play in that if you're d4 or below feel free to get a team and sign up for that it'd be fun yeah absolutely. and if you're above diamond they have other tournaments running not just that one yep. so you'll be able to find one really at any skill level again thanks to gamercraft for supporting us the code is leadcast and you get two bucks for free by signing up and using that code in the app yep awesome uh, awesome on to um, our other on to our patrons yeah, yeah. Our, 
are people who uh, we shill because we we love you. We do love them. <laughs> our listeners, our, our listeners are really what brings the show here. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's our all of our listeners, but you know, our patrons especially. You know, we gotta <laughs> we gotta shout um, them out every every month. So we're gonna start by doing Aaron, Aaron, Adam, Adorky Owl, Adrian, Adrian, Andrew. Aoden, Armis, Arsonist, Ashley, Asmo, Astapasta, that's a new one, I think, Atsuko, Banyumi, Beer Better, Bellator, Benjamin, Benjamin, Big Peen Sheen, Blooper, Boats and Bros, Brendan, Brother Dust, Caleb, Kane, Cameron, Chaz, Cheats, Chris, Cocola, Courtney, Cowboy, Dalton, Daddy Kaiser, Dowski, but actually an Alex, Dan, Daniel, Danny Stormit, Dante, Boy, Dapper Dodge, David, Dcar, Devin, Diggity Daxter, Dippy, Dominic, Dr. Dre, 1223, Dr. Nolly, Drew, Dr. Dr. Professor Gubert, Dream Village, Dylan, Elisaga, Elliot, Elliot, Inebrated Otter, X Vengeance, Foxloaf, Franco, Fritz, Frozen Ninja, Full Metal Alchemist, Gamer Wolf, Gray White, Hardstuck, Heimerdinger, One Trick, Heckin' Duck, H Fire, Hungry Italian, I Cosplay, Gragas, I Am 3 Dski, Ian, Isaac, It's In My Veins, Jacob, Jake, Jamal, James, Jaziel, Jeff, Jetledge, JFK Was Quickscoped, Jigmink, Jisoo, Joey B, John, Jonathan, Jorge, Jordan, Josh, but not a Josh, 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 Josh. Josh, 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 Joshua, Josh, Joshua, 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 Joshua. I think we got a new Joshua in there. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. Justin, Carson, Chaos Reaper, Kennedy, Kevin, Kirk, Clon Amy, Colby, Conrad, Lacona, Levi, Levi spells evil, Leviathan, literally Gary, Little Barnabas, Little Lorraine, Lofi, Luis, Luca, Lucas, Lucky Ducky, Mark, Marshall, Matthew, Metridium, Mew, Pew, Pew, Yo, Face, Michael, Mkifius, Molly, Monty, Mr. Ginger, Nathan, Nathaniel, Nikoj, Niall, Nicholas, Niku, because it's meat in Japanese, Noah, Noah, uh, Nikti Knox, Orden, Papakush Ivern, Pards Bay, Practic, Saigonic, Puff Clouding, Purple Play Panda, Pike is Support, Raphael, Rattlesnake Jake, Rebecca, Red Lefty, Ricardo, Rinty, RJ, Roy, Ryan, 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 four Ryans, they're gonna give the Joshes a run. <laughs> no. S49, Scarecrow Jones, Scott, Secretly a Josh, Selfies, Setback, Silently, Skep, Skytrill, Smegmork, Sodafish, Sparkle, Speedy Spikes, Stu, Stewart, Sunny, uh, Care, and Sunny Pebble, Swain the Josh Main, Sharko, T-Hubs, Tanner, Thane, The Last Samurai, The Slater, Thomas, Thoriander, Titties and Biddies, T-Soul T, Tuned Can, Ty, Victor, Vizline, Walter, Womper, Wolfie, Wyatt, Xavarex, Zod, Yanis, Yukamaru, Yumi with a Gun, Zach, Zachary, Zachary, and Jaumin. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for wow. your support. It's getting, it's getting longer every week. It yeah. does feel longer every week. It's awesome. But I'm happy I'm happy to spend the entire show just reading Patreon names <laughs> yeah. for two hours. Sweet. So uh, how was our weeks? Uh, Aiden, you want to you wanna lead us off? 
Yeah, my week was really good. Um, a couple of main things is I was streaming a bit, and I actually hit a sub goal. I'm running a little 2v2 nice. tournament in the upcoming weeks. Uh, it probably won't be till the end of this month or the beginning of next month, just because like every single weekend this month is just a fucking mess with filled with stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Thanksgiving this weekend, I have like a wedding thing in a couple weekends. So it probably will be either the first week of next month or the end of this month. Um, but I'm going to run a little 2v2 tournament. Uh, join our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash leadcast, and you'll have more information about it when I post about it. Uh, but it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, outside of that, I'm still master tier. I am zero point master tier. I have to Uh-oh. play a K game this week. Uh, I'm also kind of fine with demoting. I've kind of like entered the mindset of like, if I demote, maybe it's better because <laughs> uh, I, I just will play less. Um, but then I can still at the end of the season try to make a push um, for Master Tier. I do want to hit Master Tier and we'll talk about that in our uh, new news section because the, the rewards are a little spicy. Um, Ooh. But outside of that, other stuff is uh, new Leadcast stuff coming up. We'll probably in the next couple of weeks, we'll have some announcements for Leadcast stuff. We still need to have like a, a finalized meeting to get stuff uh running but we have a lot of stuff in the pipeline i kind of leaked some of it on stream um (laughs) and then uh the only other thing is that i've been uh just like in my own personal life have you guys ever heard of inktober yeah yeah it's this art thing that every every year there's like a inktober prompt list and it's like a bunch of prompts Mm -hmm. like uh the first this month was crystal and the second was like vessel or something like that right and you have all these prompts and they use like do drawing so i've been doing uh vector traces uh i i just it's pretty like adult uh tracing but like way harder um so like i have like a 50 layer drawing of like something that i've traced but i've like done every single piece of it as like a layer and i've been really happy i've been like trying to teach myself how to do it uh, i learned a little bit of it in high school but i haven't done it since high school but uh, i've been really enjoying it i've been producing some fucking weeb anime shit uh and posting in our <laughs> discord and i've been really enjoying it though inktober's fun nice. my prompt today yeah, yeah. is uh uh, what what is the prompt today? The prompt today <laughs> is oh, it's a fucking spirit. So I'm gonna do fucking Chow from Sonic Adventure two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in a couple days, Nick, it's fan. I'm gonna do a full fucking thing of Tamari, which I think will be fun. Ooh, that's awesome. Tamari's design yeah. is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I've been enjoying that. Uh, I'm not very good at art, but like it's been fun just to like try and like learn how to teach myself how to do stuff. But it's been oh great. yeah, like pursuing a new craft skill, art, like all it's just. It's always a fun time, and, like, there's a lot of, man, I'm kind of shit at this that yeah. hits you, but it's it's still fun being able to be like, oh, I, I made that. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I, like vector tracing is, like, it's not, like, a super hard thing. Like, the reality is it's not like I'm drawing something freehand or anything. Like, I think if I... I, sh- I show someone what I did, and they go, well, that's really impressive. And then I tell them that it's vector tracing. They go, okay, it's less impressive. But then if I show them the <laughs> amount of fucking layers that I have to, like, make this thing, I feel like it goes back into, like, the, like, kind of cool category. So uh, I'm pretty happy. No, yeah, that was uh, that was super cool. Uh, your, um... Kawaki, yeah, from Boruto. Yeah. What was mm-hmm. the what was the prompt? Vessel. Oh, it was Vessel, yeah. Yeah, Vessel yeah, was, was really cool. Yeah, I've been really enjoying yeah. it. I did fucking Raven, because uh, the prompt was Raven. I had Raven from fucking Teen Titans oh. yesterday. <laughs> uh, but hey, it, was, that it, it turned out really well. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. What about you, Colton? Um, so I've been playing still decent amount of ranked, not huge amounts. I think I'm middle of plat three right now. A uh, quick public service announcement. Stop playing Jungle Zed. It's got like a forty five percent win rate across all elos. It's just too Stop hard to it. play for most people, I think, is like the reality. Stop it. You have to be a jungler is, and a Zed man to be to make it work, I think. Which is crazy because like competitively it looks fucking nasty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. But I, I understand. Just, 
I fucking lost two games to Jungle Zeds who did absolutely nothing and then like shit talk the team after getting one stolen kill and be like, but I'm so good at Zed. And it's like, yeah. no, you, you did nothing all game and lost us the game because you can't assassinate anyone and you have no CC and you had no pressure and no objectives. So, yeah. so knock it off. Uh, outside of that though, uh, yeah, I mean, rank's been going if you gonna try and get a, a little a little stream in probably Ooh. in the next couple days um your rank's going... been going pretty well right huh not, not too iffy you're at points you're almost I, pot I, too yeah. like you're a gateway yeah. for pot too, which is sick i don't think i am anymore no I, you were at some point though which is yeah, like yeah, high. yeah i think I you've was. been like a while which is sick oh you had That's a good. rough Syndra game yeah Dude, uh, that was not one not, of the not you games. but God, your team was not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were dog shit, and they were like, "Man, we don't have our top laner, the fucking dog shit Tom Kench, who first time Tom Kench, and says it doesn't matter that I first time Tom Kench if I know how the character works." And I'm Facts. like, "Bitch, clearly you don't." Yeah, that character requires a lot of skill. Um, yeah, and that's the old, I'm the only reason that my master is because I'm really good at him, not because he's OP. No, he's he's OP and doesn't require a lot of skill, but this guy was still an idiot. <laughs> Uh, um so that was fun but right, anyway good, that's nice on your new peak that's awesome yeah <laughs> um so that's my ranked experience uh, i'm going to tennessee this weekend with uh, rachel to go visit her family and Ooh. a bunch of her like her siblings and cousins are all coming down their family's got a farm there so that'll be a fun time a couple days off work some nice. relaxing probably a bunch of legends of runeterra on my phone <laughs> but uh, that is i think about it for me so nick what you got? nice uh not too much i've still been playing uh just a lot of uh um final fantasy 14 still enjoying that it's pretty good uh i finally got past the uh the very first um it's not it's not an expansion i guess the base game yeah i, I got past the base game which is uh pretty pretty cool i enjoyed the end uh kind of up to it was a little bit uh, just okay um but yeah it's been it's been it's been fun um and i think i mean i don't think i've really done anything else so i think we'll just get on with the show nice um do we have any league cast news aiden just the stuff i mentioned like we'll have a patron show probably we'll do one like either next week or so uh we'll probably double up on them uh get them prepped uh and then we have some like fun league cast stuff which we need to uh, have a meeting we'll get in the pipeline but lots of cool stuff coming in the next like month or so yeah, yeah. Uh, and, th and then we have one new patron, sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, shout out to Zavaro X, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, and awesome. uh, reviews, for those of you who have the OP.GG reviews, those are done for September. So if you haven't had a chance to take a look at that, go look. If you didn't have a chance to play a lot of games uh, and you want to get reviewed, play some games this month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Let's jump straight into the new news because we've got a bit to cover, but it's kind of uh, kind of lengthy. Um, so we'll start out with the patch, patch 1020. Um, first up, Amumu. Q damage is decreased late, mana cost is increased, and it no longer scales. Cool. That's, uh, that's big. Chance nerf busted, for... they had to nerf him. Yeah. Nerf too for good. Amumu. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think he was too good in solo queue. <laughs> the mana cost change is pretty crazy, though. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad, yeah. It is the it goes from... ability that you max, but, like, still, it's crazy. 30 to 70 is pretty mm -hmm. crazy. Just because if yeah. you're going to double cast Q level 1, you're burning 140 mana, which is crazy. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, I'm Adarus. surprised it was only 30. Yeah. 
Darius's W cooldown is decreased and it no longer scales down. So instead of seven to five, it's just five flat. Cool. Uh, Elise, her base health and armor growth is increased. It's nice. Uh, Hecarim, W cooldown is reduced and it no longer scales. Healing against monsters and minions increased. Nice. Uh, Irelia, passive bonus AD ratio at max stacks reduced. So a little bit less uh, free stats from her passive. Yeah, good. Too easily, yeah. It's a little gross. Mm -hmm. um, Jarvan, we're seeing the nerf to his uh, passive that he got that he got that buff a couple patches ago where his passive did more damage. I said it was pretty big. Nick didn't think it was pretty big, um, but they're they're changing it back. Um, Jarvan fucking went from zero to hero really quick with like change. I think he was one of those characters that was kind of just slept on before. Like I don't. Think I think so too. Yeah. Actually, is the reason why he became OP the two percent damage on his passive, but uh, yeah. Turns out Jarvan's just like strong because EQ is just gross as like a uh, ability combo. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets to abuse, um, you know, a bruiser itemization, which is pretty strong right now. Yeah, it is crazy that Jarvan's EQ is the main reason why he's so fucking good. Um, but it's also like his EQ gets fucking shit on by so many characters. Yeah, like, honestly. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, Any it's character with mobility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shen, his passive shield is decreased. Some mm -hmm. Shen nerfs, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, singed E base damage and AP ratio have been decreased. Have you guys seen Singed on um, uh, Earth? No. Oh, God. So, uh, ability haste, obviously you get a lot of ability haste in Earth. Um, yeah. And items are affected by ability haste, uh, which we now know oh. in the season. So you build Ludens and it procs every second. Uh, so you so insta-kill someone, basically. So your poison lasts for like, what, three, five seconds? Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. So it just proc Ludens that number of times as well. Jesus. Like on top of the poison damage. It's so good. And you get the bonus move speed from it. <laughs> yeah. It, wow. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, next is Talia. Her Q damage to monsters hit by subsequent stones is reduced. They're trying to push her out of the jungle. Every single time they buff her for mid, they she gets played in the jungle. So they're trying to make it happen. They, sh they should just make her a jungler at this point. Yeah, I think it's, I think she's a cool jungler. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, I love it because there's so many other characters. They're trying to be like, play this one in the jungle, play this one in the jungle, but not this one. Not but this not Talia. Yeah. <laughs> you can Zed jungle. No, no, don't Zed jungle. No. Yeah. Let let Talia jungle. Just let her be good in the jungle and stop with the fucking Zed because he's losing me games and Talia's arm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of junglers, Udir, his R cone damage is increased. It's a pretty pretty hefty buff, but I think uh, he mainly abused Chem Tank and not Phoenix Dance. Yeah, mm -hmm. so for sure. he'll yeah. probably be okay, but not OP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Imperial Mandate is getting a bonus to its initial hit damage. Mm -hmm. It looks like there's a bug fix that will properly show when it gets consumed. Yeah, the other support mythics are just so good. It's like the main yeah. thing, I mm -hmm. think. Um, yeah, big change to Smite. So Smite now is going to heal for 5% less. Uh, I really hate the the Smite healing thing yeah, right now. Same. It's just like if you fight a jungler anywhere near a camp, they just win because they get fucking 380 yeah. or whatever. Like it's, it's insane. And like that's one of, I think, the problems mm -hmm. with jungle is that everyone can have a healthy clear because if you if you take red buff in your clear and you smite any camps yeah you're gonna get out at like full hp it's insane yeah for sure this is a good uh push in the right direction though i think so yeah. it's good agreed yeah. uh and then we've got worlds clash um october 11th and 16th and 17th i'm sorry it opens this the 11th and it goes 
on the 16th and 17th. So yeah, this is the awesome. big 16-team clash. Is that right? Yeah, it's the big one. It's nice. So, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, lots, lots of bug, bug fixes. <laughs> Aiden, you have one you wanted to highlight, right? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, the, the one cool thing is that, um, so in the new player experience, they're replacing uh, uh, Ari with Bran, because Bran's a much easier to understand character oh, than Ari, which makes yeah. a lot of sense. Uh, but they're, and they're making Seraphine take Bran's place as one of the unlockable characters. Uh, so, like, you just get to choose a character cool. to unlock. So, I think Seraphine's also a great pick for, like, new player experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyways, the one thing I wanted to point out was there is a bug that... So, you know when the game ends, you can hit Alt-F4 Alt and it will immediately like, boot you out to, like, lobby? And people do that because yes. it's much quicker than waiting for, like, the Nexus to explode, the thing to pop up, hit the Enter key or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. If all 10 players did that, it would award a win to no one in the game. <laughs> Everyone would just get losses? Yeah, somehow, like, the That's system's crazy. obviously, like, needed one player to, like go through the full thing to like actually process a game being yeah. finished so if no players did that it just no one would win the game <laughs> which wow. is so funny that's crazy <laughs> that uh, we're just gonna neutralize lp for this one yeah that's <laughs> crazy um then just like lots of skins um this patch bewitching poppy syndra nami yumi fiora prestige bewitching morgana and then they all have chromas i think all the skins look really really good yeah new syndra skin hell oh i love this skin oh my god she has little pumpkin orbs it's cool oh my god i'm so hyped for this skin oh the only one i don't god. care for is fiora because it can look looks like it could be any fucking female sword character like or it does yeah i also really like that they the bewitching nami and fiora splash arts are just the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they've kind but. of gotten away from doing like uh group splash arts but i guess mm -hmm. they're, they're bringing this one back yeah no it looks good they all look uh look super good um awesome i yeah, think that's so it that's the patch uh, there's also unbound thrash i don't know if we talked oh about yeah that. So, oh like, he's becoming a 750 rp skin yeah so he's released for the event that you can get him for like 300 tokens or whatever but if you didn't mm -hmm. buy him then you can now buy him in the store for 750 rp if you want he's like the mm -hmm. cheapest skin so yeah. yeah so you can get a sick you know e-boy thrash with a six pack yeah if you didn't have it already hell yeah Awesome. Uh, let's get into the ranked rewards because uh, Aiden, you I'm said so excited. that uh, there's some there's some news about this, right? Yeah. So first of all, Riot baited us, right? Um, yeah. Riot, Riot released did. the the teaser. The, the teaser image. I'm not sure if you saw this, Colton. The teaser image for like Victoria skin was just this little mm -hmm. tiny bear, this little tiny yeah. like pink bear, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Victoria skin is Annie." What the fuck, Riot? Yeah. Riot? Why the fuck would you make it Victoria's Annie? Not only was she not a pick in pro play, but she's not even a popular pick in solo queue. Mm -hmm. Um, well, anyways, fuck those people because it's Blitzcrank. Uh, and yeah. then the now the consensus is Riot. What the fuck? Why would you pick Blitzcrank? <laughs> He's not even a popular. <laughs> character in pro play or even in solo queue God, yeah uh, and th the reality is is that they've they've uh i was reading through um a riot dev on twitter he made like a big long post about it he pretty well said that their kind of mindset for victoria's skins has changed it's going to be um still characters that are like played in solo queue uh or embody kind of solo queue as like a uh part of their their character but also like lore wise characters that kind of embody this kind of like victorious overcoming type narrative obviously lucian's a great example of this and then apparently in blitzcrank lore he's like kind of realized that zon isn't this shithole and it's something that he can like save and kind of change so that's kind of like the reason why they chose blitz i also think blitzcrank like people are saying like yeah blitz isn't very popular so look you i think blitzcrank's like one of the like most solo queue solo queue characters out there I like, think so too. He embodies solo queue as a character. I think. I think he's a great pick. Yeah, he's, I also he's part of Bronzodia, isn't he? Yeah, yeah uh, maybe he actually. Sure is. Yeah, he is. 
but he's great. I, I love this skin though. I think it's fucking so cool. Um, there is chromas for it, and the chromas look amazing. There are chromas that are different for Flex and Solo and they're pretty well the exact same. The only difference it is, is the, the basically tubing. impossible to tell. Yeah, uh, you definitely would never see one of those in game and be like, oh no, that's that's the Flex version. <laughs> There's yeah. no way you'd ever notice. Um, that being said, I fucking love them, man. This makes me want to push for Master Tier. I love the pink skin more than all of them combined. I think I personally think it goes Master, Grandmaster, um, Platinum, Challenger, Diamond, Gold are the ways I would like rank these. I fucking love the Master one, though. It's so fucking pretty. Yeah, the Master one looks good. I'm not I mean, a big fan of the Plat one, but I, that, yeah. I just like green, I think, is the main thing. Mm-hmm. But Fair enough. Yeah. It's so I, cool. I, I fucking call, man, I mean, I guess everyone kind of, or a lot of people did, but when somebody posted the image of, like, just the, the pink bear, yeah. I was like, it's absolute, I thought it was just going to be, like, Annie looking up at whatever it is, and yeah. it's just a, a random kid, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's supposed to be Annie, but... Um, I think it's Seraphine. Oh, really? Bear? Maybe. Oh, that, kind of he's giving like the child. bear two? Because it's the, it's the pink hair from Zon, right? Oh, maybe. maybe that would make sense. Actually, that's really cool, huh? Yeah, I hope that's. I, a... I could be wrong, but yeah, it makes sense though. Yeah, she gets from Zon and she has a pink hair. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. cool. But yeah, I, and it's I like think it's great. very obviously pink, which is the, the yeah. big thing. Big pink. Yeah. Um. Anyways, though, so it's Victoria's Blitzcrank. So if you hit gold by November fifteenth at eleven fifty nine fifty nine your local server time. Uh, you will be given ranked rewards within four weeks after. So make your push for gold. Um, if you hit plat, you'll get the plat chroma, and then all the way up to challenger. If you hit challenger, you'll get the challenger chroma and everything below that. Um, this is for both solo queue and flex. So if you find it easier to hit uh, gold in uh, flex queue, spam some flex queue with your friends. Yeah. There's no real difference. Uh, still feel proud of your accomplishment. Uh, you deserve it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, outside awesome. of that, though, we're just oh, oh. Some, yes. There's just like some other they- like basic shit. Sorry, God. Yeah, they do say that, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this already, but season 2021 ends November 15th. Yeah. So make sure you get all your games in. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, then there's some Clash oh. rewards, uh, just different like logos that you'll <laughs> unlock if you play in these Clashes. If you play in a certain number of Clashes and earn enough, uh, enough VP, you'll earn like different banners, uh, different uh, icons and stuff like that. So it's just cool. And then they also announced their honor rewards. So guys, if you're an honorable person all season, you hit honor level five, you'll get a random board skin, a random emote permanent, and six key shards. Um, people do complain good. about this, but I, it's just like a reward for not being a shitty yeah. person. So I, I don't think it needs to be it's, a big reward. It's just free stuff. Yeah. People love complaining about Riot giving them free stuff. Yeah, it's just it's yeah, just free stuff bad. for being not shitty. That's like kind of the yeah, do, thing. You, do you guys do you guys remember how many um chests in skin shards we got the first seven years we played this game? <laughs> Zero. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, we did get a free kale skin. True. Yeah, we, we did. did. So how about that? It, yeah. <laughs> and a and a Tristana skin if you uh what's got it on their Facebook? Or was yeah, that the Alistair? Uh, Garen as well. No, Alistair and Garen, I think. Alistair, Alistair was Garen. YouTube, Tristana was Facebook and Garen was Twitter or something like that. Twitter, I think. I think. Like, yeah, I think yeah, Twitter was man. the only one that I don't have. <laughs> yeah, Garen. Was. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. People love to complain about when they give you free stuff about it not being good enough. Yeah, and yeah. they also announced that they're not doing any fucking uh, rank specific gear this year. Uh, I always thought it was kind of like <laughs> a little goofy that you would get your fucking like gold knapsack or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. I do it, think you should you should only be allowed to purchase the rank that you finished. Yeah, I think it's 
it's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's cool. Um, I'm really happy about Blitzcrank. I just love Blitzcrank, and I'm I'm really gonna try to finish Master Chief. If I don't, I'm, I'll be a little sad, but that's fine. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Yeah. But yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's it for the new news, I believe. Yep. So we can head on into the five starries section yeah. where we read our five star reviews. We've got one this week from Skydrill, and he says, This podcast is five stars for being the smoothest on the app. <laughs> We're so smooth, guys. You don't even know. You don't even know how smooth I am. Colton, you've said the word smooth so many times in text this past, this past two weeks. Yes, I have. <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's I'm jump a in- shill, okay? <laughs> let's jump into the GamerCraft Competitive League section, because, guys... Worlds has started. It's so, so exciting. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so LEC, I guess we'll start with LEC. LEC returns January 14th, 2022. Yeah. And into Worlds coverage now. <laughs> yeah, now let's talk about Worlds. Um, so um, we've got our groups started. Well, first of all, just the LEC, plans. like really quick. Is that the earliest start that we've ever seen? That's the, that's the only thing I, I meant so. to bring up that with does... like, bringing that up. Um I don't think we've ever seen Worlds start that early. It does feel extremely oh, sorry, early. Um, LEC. LCS. LEC, yeah, LEC. Yeah, yeah um, I think back in like OGN days, OGN winter might have started earlier. But... Because they, they had like a full OGN winter playoffs, OGN spring true, playoffs, yeah. OGN <laughs> summer playoffs. So I think maybe OGN winter in like 2014 might have been earlier, but like January 14th is early. Mm-hmm. It is, but I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Let me just like yeah, quickly sure. look up when LC LEC started last split. It started on okay. It started at the end of January. That's not that much early. It's like two weeks earlier, um, which is, I guess is still a fair mm-hmm. bit earlier, but um, nothing crazy by any means. But yeah, cool. That's just good to know. Um, anyways, way, pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, onto world shit. Sorry to cut you guys off. Uh, Worlds has been You're crazy. Good. Nick and I think I've have, have watched almost every game uh, so far. Colton, you haven't yeah, watched I've... much of it yet because you've been like working, obviously. Mm-hmm. but it, it's yeah, been I've crazy definitely watched a, a ton of it um not the most though no, i've not seen every single game yeah i've just been trying to watch it like um whenever it's like an interesting game i'll like turn it on while i'm like working and stuff um my job's not the most like strenuous by any means but yeah it, it's been it's been fun to like turn on i'm excited for actual group stage obviously plans is like a little bit silly sometimes i think mm-hmm. i mean hanma life and what is it longju yeah that that was probably sorry, the hypest game we've had so far uh, right Oh, they're not long. They're not long. Is it LNG? LNG, <laughs> LPL. Fuck it. Is it laundry? I actually don't know. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Oh, it's literally just LNG. Uh, is oh, like, okay. Because it, it's uh, they used to be Snake Esports, but they've changed to LNG. Oh, oh it stands for Leading Gaming, apparently. But they just go by LNG all the time. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that. But yeah, <laughs> so I just wanted to like make sure we got that. Yeah, um, no, it was, it's that that game was super hype. Um, we've seen a lot of a lot of picks, which I think uh, we we wanted to talk about. Um, Sixty five contested champs so far in mm-hmm. sixteen games, which is by far the most we've ever had. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, a um, lot of that comes down from like just like mid and top variety is like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I like broke it down. I looked through all this stuff. Um, so we've seen seventeen unique top picks, twelve unique jungle picks, fifteen mids, eight eighty carries, and eleven supports. Obviously, eighty carry being like the least um, diverse role, but the eight characters is still a lot for eighty carry. I think, especially yeah, it's a it, role that is very like uh, you pick the best shit because it's just the same. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it, better. It, and truly shockingly, how much fucking misfortune have we seen? I think she's. 
100% pick ban at this point. 100% pick ban, uh, 50% win rate, but she is insane right now. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the characters that are 100% pick ban currently are Lucian, Irelia, Lee Sin, and Misfortune. Um, obviously, Lee Sin makes sense. Irelia makes sense. Lucian, I have we seen we've seen four games of Lucian and 12 bans. He's the most like banned to, compared to pick so far. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the the main thing I wanted to talk about was like kind of some of the bigger picks right now. Um, unless we had like anything individually, sure. but I've been oh, really yeah. enjoying it. Um, so some of the picks that I just wanted to like talk about like really briefly was first of all the Tryndamere mid, which we've only seen two games of, but he's been banned a lot. He's been banned in probably like half the games, but we've seen him uh, in only two. We saw him in the very first game of the the worlds in the plans with um, uh, Chovy picking him up versus uh, LNG and. That was probably not a good way to experience Trinomir mid. No. Uh, not that Trinomir mid's fun to watch regardless. He's one of the most boring picks in the game currently, and I think a lot of people are hoping that we don't see too much of him. Yeah. Um, but then we just recently saw uh, Perks pick him up, and Perks actually played him pretty fucking well. Um, so the main reason I wanted to like talk about Trinomir mid is, is why the fuck is this character good? Uh, it's because he's super uninteractive is the reality. Uh, mm-hmm. As we saw with the Chovy build, you can do the most uninteractive way of playing Trinomir mid, which is literally starting a triple rejuvenated. That is an optimal way to play this character mid. You just use your Q heal, you use your rejuvenated heal, and you just never touch the enemy. You only heal up and hit minions, and you just farm. And that's all you do, and it's so fucking boring to watch, but it's really good. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. I, I, for um, a, a very similar thing in uh, a little bit of um, EUS solo queue, some pros were picking up Vi mid because she has the highest health regen in the game, oh, okay. uh, and starting tr- triple rejuve bead because between the shielding and the uh, the the regen, you just mm-hmm. you simply can't push her out of lane. Yeah, um, yeah. but I, I do think Trinomir mid is just a better user of of it. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure, and he gets to go into Gore Drinker, and he uses that yeah. well, and he eventually... Yeah, and he, he can, I think, do the, the 1v9 thing better later, but I mean, I think it it, it really goes to show the, the strength of farming, like we always talked mm-hmm. about, and consistency, right? It's like, even Chovy, you know, if not the best mid laner in the world, like, in the conversation... Like, he's playing this on the world stage. Why? Because it's highly consistent. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what's crazy, though, about Chovy? Is he played... So, he mechanically, he played great. He built and itemized, like, dog shit. <laughs> like, <yes>. like <laughs> I mean, like, so... I, I, I don't mean this in, like, a, like, LCK players are bad and stupid. Uh, but, like, LCK players have always been known to be very stuck in their ways of like building characters and stuff for yeah. example whenever we see an mf from lck or lpl it's probably going to be a crit build of misfortune when it's pretty well decided that lethality is the better way to play the character right because mm-hmm. traditionally L- lck AD carries they want to play for like late game fantasy with full crit build right um even though lethality is just better way to play misfortune we're seeing that kind of like with Chovy, like he played this he just well, first of all he took grasp which was just bad you should take either yeah. either lethal temple or there's one more rune that's like pretty good on him uh which is bad he built merc treads into like their team which is really bad and then he built full mortal reminder as a second item into the only healing on the enemy team was gragas passive and the jacks built a um blade of the rune kick and it's like this is just like players like even like Chovy's one of the best fucking players in the world I, I personally think he's the best mechanical player in the in like pro play right now and mm-hmm. he can blunder builds like that that just is a blunder like no matter how you, how you cut it 
building full mortal reminder second item there is just bad it's just actually bad but like it's just someone like autopiloting and not considering builds and it's crazy that the best player in the world can do that <laughs> like yeah for you, real. you know Aiden um to jump back to us talking about negativity in the league like a <laughs> month and a half ago you can't just call players bad and just bad you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's crazy because I, I think Trophy's yeah. like just so fucking good and it's just crazy that yeah, players can do that right he's super good and, and yeah like it's just it's really hard to come up with any explanation of why he would build that mm -hmm. other than like that's what he's used to building and yeah. wasn't really thinking about it and so, i mean who knows maybe he doesn't have a ton of experience on the pick maybe they said pick this and he says okay cool like what am i supposed to build and it's like <laughs> most games it's like i i have no idea what happened yeah um that being said like i imagine it'll also be remedied if he plays it again mm -hmm. um but... I, so I, I think the only excuse or or justification is that he wanted the spike right then and it's pretty cheap yeah comparatively to to other crit items now i don't i don't remember at what point he built it um but you know if it, it was a if it is a pretty pivotal like dragon fighter team fight or something you know i can understand dumping that gold into a fun into a finished item so you're not just sitting on executioners right yeah mm -hmm. so yeah. in in that sense i understand it um but yeah it, it is really weird and i think itemization is something that a lot of players not even just pro players a lot of players are very hesitant to build something that isn't typically mm. like, i just think it's one of those things that normal. like itemization is something that can literally be fucking solved you know what I mean? it can it, it can but it's just also really hard to solve yeah but yep. like for example like one thing the biggest example of this we've seen so many times in plans and i hope we'll see less of it during group stage is the amount of fucking players building collector collector God, is a bad is item so bad. it's really really bad it's act it's like uh actual like proc the 25 gold the execute is bad that it, it's not it's not good at all like the the threshold for killing someone is very little damage um the stats on it are terrible it's uh 12 lethality which means its breakpoint is 35 armor versus um uh what's the armor pet item the full one lord doms uh, lord doms yeah. meaning if someone has less than 35 armor uh <laughs> collector is a better item uh, than Lord Doms, but if they have more than 35 armor, Lord Doms is a better item, right? And it's like, it's just crazy that people are still building this item almost every single game we're seeing at least one person build it. Yeah. And it just it just isn't a good item. Like, I think it's an alright solo queue item because it like, is a pub stomp item. Like, you build it on Samira, and guess what? If they ever mm -hmm. go below the threshold, I kill them. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's but, also like, pretty cheap. It is cheap. Like, but like, it's, it's just one of those things that like, it has a better build path as well, I guess is the other mm. argument that you see, but like it's every single game you see someone build collector and it's just crazy. Yeah. That is, that is an item where like, I think you could see it occasionally as like, oh, it's a better item path. I had this amount of gold. I needed the spike, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. it's every game that we see players build this and it's just, it's so fucking crazy, man. And it's like every game's yeah. second item. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> think it's a second item value. You'll see a gin build not... a second item. Mm -hmm. And it's generally not something where, yeah, like, there was a reason behind it. It's just, like, blind always take collector, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I think one of the biggest instances where we saw a lot of the criticism at first was, like, running collector into a team with a lot of tanks, right? It's yeah. like, if you're playing Kai'Sa and you went, uh, I don't know, like, uh, Kraken Slayer collector, mm -hmm. and they've got you know, a, a full tank support, a tank top, like pretty tanky jungle mid like yeah collector is pretty useless for you that game yeah um so i mean it, 
having adaptive builds is really important and while it is definitely solvable there are a lot a lot a lot a lot, a lot of variables yep but there are some things that are just pretty clearly wrong um you know if if you built a death cap on zed people would rightfully say that was the wrong choice yeah of course yeah. do you remember the the like years ago when the who is it some 80 carry built like all three or maybe it was just two of the uh lifeline items <laughs> like it's I think just it was like two yeah yeah it was like that's that's crazy like that pros can like make that like mistake it's just it's just so weird to me that it, like some stuff solved i just think they autopilot so much like and i, I hope i really hope that's something that eventually will become like more like perfected because it, sh- it just should be like it should just be doable is like the reality i think yeah it should be absolutely uh, anyways i swear really quickly want to go through a couple more picks i don't want to take up too much time here but i'm just super interested i've watched so much worlds already i think i've watched like 14 out of the 16 games um mm-hmm. the other one's mf 80 carry people are like wondering why where the fuck did mf come from why the fuck is she the best 80 carry uh yeah the main things come from is the fact that her laney phase is really really strong her lethality build is fucking crazy and it spikes really really early um the other thing is that she sets up ganks insanely well with make it rain make it rain uh slow is so fucking easy to hit uh yeah, and it's, it's thick it's too busted, yeah. like it, it's just a great mm-hmm. gank setup and the last thing is that if we move on to like the support tab the best supports in the game right now are amumu and leona <laughs> and both those yeah. characters set up fucking make it rain i'm well, not make it rain uh bullet time so well like we used yeah. to have like back season one league of legends we'd have a uh, curse of the sad bullet time right it was the mm-hmm. mf uh amumu combo of jungle uh 80 carry now it's the support 80 carry combo or what nick what do you call bullet it? flare bullet flare and I, bullet which flare. i think got with a, i think it, it was dubbed that on cast as well oh yeah that's, i heard you heard it I from you so. first though yeah it was um, you heard it from they, here they stole her ideas once again, again. Um, yeah but it's just like oh my god she fucking synergizes so well with those characters mm-hmm. too so it's like it's just like she's triple dipping at all these great things right now so she's just so good she's 100 percent pick banned for that reason uh she's kind of insane though yeah uh, Next yeah, is, and like there's there's also just all of the MF stuff that just like yeah. her her strut passive I think mm-hmm. in general but in competitive is insane because it's just like your rotations are just faster than any AD carry whose name isn't Quinn. Yeah, like you're just gonna get to lane, you're gonna get back to lane faster. You don't need to take boots as early if you don't want to. Like you'll get to the team fight first. You can get to the wave first. You can go over into like there. There's so many great little things about MF, and I think like the Amumu and Leona. Not only are the alts super good synergy, but just like the quick throw a bullet time or throw a, a make it rain, and then like auto Q. I think also works really well with mm-hmm. like the Amumu Leona. Like jump in real quick, get my damage reduction for a few seconds, pop them, and then walk away. Yeah, like it's just. Ugh. Yeah, we've great. seen a lot of really interesting misfortune builds too, because we've seen uh, lethality, obviously, which I believe she goes eclipse. Yeah, eclipse is her. Uh, uh, and then, and then we've seen crit, where mm-hmm. we've seen I believe gale force and uh, kraken slayer. I don't think we've seen shield build quite yet. Yeah, so I've been um, talking to a lot of people on our Discord recently. Um, I think gale force is an item that every AD carry should consider building depending on the enemy team, right? I think Kraken Slayer is Misfortune's best crit item, if you're going to go that. I think Lethality Mm -hmm. is the right choice with Eclipse. That being said, with Leona being the best support in the game right now, if the the enemy team has a Leona, build Gale Force. Build Gale Force. It's the easiest fucking way in the game to dodge Leona ult. Like, it's just a free Leona ult uh, dodge. Mm -hmm. It's it's honestly, like, just a little worse than Flash. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's it's wild. I, I feel like the distance. I I was playing against a Twitch as Oriana, and he was consistently like I would hit a clean QW and R, mm-hmm. and the the Gale Force dash was enough to get him out of my R consistently. Yeah. Um. So like yeah, it's it's a flash on a ninety second cooldown almost. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really really good. Would recommend for sure. Um, we kind of talked about the Moomoo and Leona. They're, I mean, the Moomoo and Leona, they're both like super OP right now. Uh, we, we'll see them pretty well, 100% pick ban uh, for most worlds, I think. Uh, the only other picks that we've kind of been seeing in their place whenever they're not picked is we've been seeing a little bit of Rakan. I think actually a little bit more Rakan than uh, Moomoo in general. Um, Rakan kind of does the exact same thing, though. He's like a <laughs> hard lockdown character, but he also has a little bit of enchanteredness to him. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's squishy for sure. He Rakan, I think, is has been a staple of competitive since he came out. I mean, like yeah. we haven't seen him a lot recently, but like when it comes down to it, what does he always have? Consistent engage onto a single target that can potentially CC multiple. Like he's got in and out where he can mm-hmm. engage but also disengage. Nice little lane sustain with his like right. He's got all of the tools, just like Thresh that. He's always viable, especially yeah. when executed well. Oh, for sure, yeah. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, it's just one of those things where um, uh, I, I just think that, like, engage supports currently are the best. We definitely see, like, a huge drop-off in number of picks after, like, the top three, which are Rakan, Leona, and Amumu. Uh, yep. Then it goes down to, like, kind of just pick whatever the fuck you want because they're all very, very similar. Um, but anyways, the next character I want to talk about is Kiana. I don't have too much to say about her. I'm not a big Kiana player. That being said, Kiana Jungle is 100% win rate over four games with a pretty high like presence overall uh, if you look at bans as well. Um, I do think a lot of this comes from the fact that she's only been played, or sorry, three out of her four games have been played by like top teams, meaning like Cloud9, uh, HLE, and LNG. Um, and I, I think this is going to be coming from the fact that these players probably have just like overall they're gonna be mecha- more mechanically skilled maybe they're able to like pick up a, an assassin pretty mechanically skilled jungler a lot mm-hmm. easier than like lower tier teams uh that being said i think kiana's only fucking good by the way because her ult range and hitbox is fucking three times as big as it needs uh, to be yeah it's wait it's insane it's crazy they need... <laughs> so it's... i i think her biggest strength actually is like you just can't do baron against kiana yeah like, because if you're doing Baron, you're going to get hit by her ulti. And then the yeah. fight is probably going to be over. And if you want to, like, stop her from contesting it, she's going to fucking sit in a bush until you get there, go invisible for four seconds, have a one-second downtime, and then wait invisible for four seconds again. Like, that... Yeah. You, you I, think, I, I don't like Kiana, man. You think <laughs> she has such good jungle tools. Yeah. You think mid- mid-Kiana's really annoying with, like, the fact that she can bush every, like one second uh, and then yeah. stealth for three then wait one second push <laughs> but jungle kiana builds fucking gore drinker so it's even yeah. that but as soon as she's on like when she's like out of stealth for that one second you can't kill her in that time like she's just like yeah. tanky yeah i think the the build is like gore drinker slash iron spike whip just in a straight you moose and yeah. you're just so fast and tanky and do so much damage yeah it's crazy it really 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 is wild um i definitely yeah. would recommend if you're into um uh, Kiana, like if you play her mid, try playing her jungle. She's just way better jungle, I think, right now. She's a, she also feels really, really good with Gore Drinker. Yeah. So I would definitely uh, give that a shot. And the last, uh, pick- also, sorry, God. I was just gonna say, uh, well, I guess we can talk about this after because sure. I don't, I don't want to derail your pick segment. Yeah, just last pick uh, that I want to talk about is Silas, uh, who's been picked way more than I expected. He has seven picks. Um, 
I think he ha only has four, yeah, four bans, seven picks. I wonder if this is because, like, he wasn't doing well in scrims and no one is banning him, because we've seen a lot of times where people just draft as if Silas isn't a character in the game that could be picked, uh, and sometimes yeah. we see Silas picked and then people draft into him like shit uh but a lot a lot of the times that we see silas like the enemy team has already picked a bunch of good ults for him to steal mm -hmm. and i'm not sure if this is because like silas and scrims isn't doing well and people aren't scared of people picking him but like we've seen games where silas is picked and the enemy team will pick alistar or the enemy team will it, pick nar it's just it's so uh, wild so so in that particular game nar was picked before okay sorry. silas was yeah but like you I am of the opinion that Alistair Ultimate is the single best Silas Ultimate in the game. Yeah. Um, just because you're going to have access to max level, which is what, 70% damage reduction flat? <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at level 16, on, an, on, a, on a character that heals the lower he gets, so he's never going to die, who yeah. who does more damage, like, with, with, um, with Conqueror stacked, which he runs, like, it, it's just insane. You... you I, I think you should be reported for trolling if you pick Alistair into into Silas. Yeah. Well, I, there so. is another game where, like, Nar was picked after. I'm just looking at it right now. The Peace versus the oh, okay, game gotcha. Silas was picked and then Nar was picked after. It's just crazy. Like, mm -hmm. you can just draft that poorly sometimes. Or, or the yeah, the yeah. Cloud9 uh, DNG uh, mm -hmm. game where, like, Silas was picked and then Alistair was picked. It, it's just... I, I don't understand, man. I understand, like, maybe Silas is bad in scrim, so you, like, pick not thinking they're going to pick him. But, like, yeah. fuck... Giving them Alistar ult on a fucking Silas is crazy. <laughs> it's yeah, it's crazy. It'd be like, even crazier if they gave him Leona W, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he could steal Leona W instead of Solar Flare, GG. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> uh, but crazy. you had one more thing you wanted to bring up in this uh, for like worlds and the GamerCraft competitive league section. Oh, I don't know if this is um, something that I'm just noticing now or if something it's been it, it's existed, but some of the. Um, I don't want to like name names, I guess, but some of the sponsorship deals oh. that they have going on uh, with specific in-game sounds uh, and uh, there's one whenever they build Trinity Force that uh, is la it's a loud ding that I think I'm getting a phone call or like it's dinged on. No, staff. no, no, that's that's just every single time a mythic? the the first mythic is built. Okay. Yep. Well, so I, that's I usually every have the stream muted. Yeah. But I've heard that yeah, before. That... It, it sounds exactly like a Slack uh, ping, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm okay, the... gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's wild. I um, I, I don't necessarily care for that, uh, but at least it's quick. You know, it happens once a game. Yeah, that's so. like the weird... Like, I, I don't like that. Like, I don't mind the goofy fucking names for, like, whatever. I think that makes me laugh more than it distracts me from the game when it's the yeah. fucking, like, Bud Light Ace or the fucking mm -hmm. Red Bull Power Play or whatever. I think those yeah. are just funny more than anything. Uh, but yeah, the fucking the ding is crazy. It's it's. I always think I'm getting like pinged. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's just, it, in my opinion, not a good sound. But yeah, hey, it gets my attention. Fucking, <laughs> I know what that is every single time it happens. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's kind of like all I wanted to really talk about. But worlds, I'm excited to see uh, the rest of the games this week, and then we'll go into uh playoffs and then group stage it is crazy to me that i i talked a couple people on uh our discord a little bit cloud nine could throw <laughs> their games and get second then play hle i think it would be very hard for them to proceed into groups but it's probably their best path yeah, so, like, the the reality is, is, like, we mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but it's, it's the reality now is LNG looks stronger than HLE. L, H, yeah. LNG is going to go first seed, um, almost certainly, unless 
HLE beats them and then Burt wins a tiebreaker, which is unlikely, I would say. But like Cloud9 losing a couple games, getting second seed or third seed, I think they have a much better chance of beating HLE in a best of five, which I don't think mm-hmm. is a I don't think that's like they, they win that. They, I think they win that like 40, 60 or 30, 70. Um, but it's way higher chance than fucking beating FPX and uh, DRX and um, Rogue in that group. Yep. I, I, I just mm-hmm. like once again, I have this issue that I think that if Riot makes systems that can be abused, they should be abused until they're changed is like the mm-hmm. reality. Um, I would love to see Cloud9 purposely throw so they can 50-50 for a better group. Um but I don't think they will. I think they like they actually like are playing well enough that uh, I think maybe so they can too, take yeah. a game or two off like FBX or DRX and see where it goes. Yeah, or, hopefully, hopefully that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, or sorry, D- yeah, DWG, awesome. damn on gaming, not DRX. <laughs> but yeah. oh, true. Yeah. So yeah, I think that uh, kind of wraps up the Gamercraft League section. We'll be of course talking more about uh, about worlds next week um, yeah. as we continue through the play-ins. Um, cool. Awesome. Let's move into the round table. Yeah, last week's question was, fuck, Mary kill the last three unique characters that you played. <laughs> From our Twitter, Randy said, fuck, Kled, Mary, uh, Rek'Sai, kill Silas. Kled is probably wild in bed. Uh, Rek'Sai lives in tunnels in the desert, said, so I've got plenty of housing. And Silas started us uh, into Riot making lots of attractive E-champs, so kill. <laughs> true. That's true. Um, from our Discord, I grabbed a bunch because uh, we didn't have any from our Facebook this week. One for Pards, he said, probably Mary Ash. It's frowned upon in frail Yordian culture to have an intimate relationships with someone who isn't Oathborn. So I would one night stand Orin just for the experience and kill Jinx. Sorry. <laughs> um, Wet Brad said, fuck Jin, Mary, Camille, and kill Sion so I can fuck him too while his passive is going off. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Speedy Spike said, fuck Kane, Mary, Rast, and kill Shadow Assassin. I thought that was a really good answer. And then oh Charco said, fuck Santa Mary Kane, kill Fiddlesticks. I don't fuck crazy. And last but not <laughs> least, Foxlove said, fuck Kane, marry Leona, and kill Kazix in that order so Leona can help protect me from the other two. True. True. Leona can 2v1. Yeah. That's the crazy part about that. <laughs> when I uh, when I saw Speedy Spikes' answer, fuck Kane, marry Ross, kill Shadow Assassin, yeah, my funny. immediate response, I don't know if you saw it, was just like, fuck Varus, marry Varus, kill Varus. Because <laughs> yeah. he's three guys. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> we love. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, anyways, this week's roundtable question is what pick do you want to see for Worlds 2021? Boy, this is tough. I um Let me let me look at the list of characters cuz I was just going to say like full AP Gragas, but I think we've seen that already in response to um, Trindamir. Trindamir mid. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. which honestly seems pretty good that you don't get more disengagey than <laughs> than Gragas, really. Like, Ch- Chovy really didn't play that game well, but like, oh my god, it did look miserable for him to play because he played into AP Gragas with Everfrost. It was Jack's yep. top, and then it was one other character that like fucks him. It was so annoying. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm running through the list. I, I mean, I think that like there could be some really interesting mm-hmm. like attempts of counterpicks for certain characters. Like, I think it'd be hilarious if we saw like a Poppy mid into Trindamir mid. Yeah, um, I, I think we should see Poppy support into Amumu support. I yeah, don't think yeah. Amumu can play the game into into Poppy. I think that is probably the best answer to that to that champion. I just like, don't think he's a kind of support answer, is yeah. the issue, like outside yeah. of like lane. Um, but 
I mean, mine, mine um, would be Tom Kent's shop because I think he's fringe meta. I think he's definitely not as good as people thought he was. I think he was only played in LCS uh, and a little bit in LEC because people didn't know what the fuck he did, as seen by the number of times you'd hit W raw. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think he might. We might see like one at least game of Tom Kenshin World, probably right. He's fringe enough that I think it's possible. So. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would like to see a little Kindred Jungle. That'd be fun. hell yeah. That'd be sick actually. Boo. Uh, <laughs> um, man, I, I think I, I'm gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna go with the G Panther. I don't care. I want to see action. I, I know Ooh. he's not pickable. Well, he- <laughs> Holy fuck! I think that character would be so fucking fun to see at Worlds. Yeah. Like how many? How many? Like angry people would would there be for uh like a crazy revive yeah oh man it'd be crazy if yeah. the, the <laughs> action four man revive brought to you by state farm <laughs> yeah uh yeah i'm excited though it, it's gonna be fun i i've been really enjoying it I, i'm really excited for the actual like group stage to start mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting into some of the games uh this weekend like, I, I haven't had a chance to watch any yet, but I'm real hyped to get going into Yeah, I'd recommend, games. like, watching some of the bigger ones, for sure. Like, any of the, the big teams clashing. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hanwha LNG, I think, it was the best one so far, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's definitely the, the most competitive. There's some there's been some stinkers as well, so you don't need to watch all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. I think that's it. So if they want to answer the roundtable question... They can send us... Uh, they can message us on Facebook or on Twitter at Leadcast. They can send us an email mail leadcastpodcast.com or they can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash Leadcast. Um, or you can search for us just like in the Discord browser now. If, if you don't fucking even want to type in discord.gg slash Leadcast, you can just go to Discord, go to your like search thing and just type in Leadcast because now we're able to be searched. So you can find us there. Awesome. Hell yeah. Kind of cool. Awesome. Uh, let's jump into mail fight. So the first email is from Armis. Uh, so you've decided to start playing Final Fantasy XIV, Nick. I hope you're prepared to wonder, wait, when did I put 300 hours into this game? Ah, well, might as well put 300 more. That's exactly how I felt playing this game. It definitely starts out slow, but the longer you go, the faster it's going to get. Starting Warrior into Dark Knight is definitely a good call, considering they both have a button that lets them spam another button over and over again. Just be prepared to grind Dark Knight from level 30 when you get to Heaven Sword, and be prepared to cry. A lot. Anyways, if you're cool sharing what data center and worlds are on, I'll totally be your cat girl, white mage girlfriend. Uh, my emails are long, but not as long as Final Fantasy XIV Armis. Uh, I think I'm Primal Exodus? I think. I think. It's cool. So yeah, thanks, Armis. Yeah. Uh, next email here is from Cole, and he says, Yo, Colton said his favorite foreign food is General So's. That shit is American, you uncultured swine. Love you. Interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I was really having trouble coming up with a better answer, and I had just had General So's, I think, like two or three nights before that show. <laughs> um, but I am an uncultured swine, that's for sure. And I'm a picky eater, too. Just like Nick. I am a massively picky eater. It's wild, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think General Tso's is pretty good. Yeah, I think it's yummy. It's just not very... Uh, yeah. I mean, foreign, foreign food, I think, on its own is a pretty iffy claim to make of anything, where it's like, okay, is like a traditional French dish that is super, super popular in America now, like, is that foreign food? Yeah. Like, is, is pizza Italian food? <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, thanks, Cole. Next email is from Simple Sean. 
Uh, good morning slash afternoon, maybe evening. It's evening for us. Uh, Simple Sean here just had a question I would love for you guys to address. I've been playing solo uh, slash duo queuing with my homie for a while. We've been playing together since 2013, though we both started in high bronze and floated through silver ranks. He has advanced through silver and has entered gold. I, however, have been stuck in bronze as far as, far as solo slash duo queue goes. And to be perfectly honest, I am not a bronze tier player. I swear I'm not just saying that. He plays more solo queues than, than myself because I only play when we're doing. But now that we have been forced to play flex rank together because in solo duo, our divisions are too far apart with me in bronze and him in gold. That being said, we have played our placements and placed in silver one. I am just curious as to why I placed in silver one in flex queue. Uh, but have been struggling to get out of bronze for the last six years. Is flex easier? Am I really a bronze level player, even though I know I'm not? Seriously. Uh, please let me know your thoughts. Congrats on episode 500, even though you guys didn't end it with your signatures. Bye. Uh, loving uh, regards, Colton, Aiden, and Nick. I give zero apologies for the length, height, thickiness, girth, uh, or any other factor regarding size for this email. P.S. I also main Leona Simple Sean. Ooh, a man of culture, I see. Um... Yeah, so I, I mean, they're just different most of it, like They just have like different yeah. ELO systems, right? Is like and, the reality. And, and most of it is dependent on your um, uh, on your uh, your your placements, right? Yeah. So your your placements being separate from separate in queues will will mean that you finish you know differently. And it, it, let's say mm-hmm. let's take the extreme. You ten owed your flex queue placements, and you o tend your solo queue placements you're gonna get different ratings despite you being the same player in both um yeah so it's just one of those things i think yeah i i think also definitely like the natural variances game to game Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. really be a huge impact of right like if you go seven and three or three and seven you might be a full division different in after your placements yeah and like being placed into bronze right like it might take you then plus 50 wins to get into silver whereas the, that plus four wins in the first 10 games got you that whole division so yeah. i mean there's a, a lot to break down there um I, I think generally flex is a little bit less competitive that yeah. it's easier to get a higher rank in flex but um i i'm sure if you played more solo queue you'd probably be able to get out of bronze if you're you know playing well in silver to gold flex games yeah i think so as well so good luck in your climb and uh leona is a stinky character and people who main her are bad people maybe (laughs) Uh, next email from jonathan hello lads and neil it's jonathan here again been a while but that's life what you gonna do you know Anyway, been grinding on my hardstuck plat one talent account, and after blood, sweat, and tears, I can probably say that I am now drum roll please plat two. Hey, uh, I'm at ninety five LP though, so one win should do to get it back. Anyway, that was super off track. With an upcoming ultimate ability haste reducing item, I immediately, of course, started thinking about the possibilities with talent. Uh, running ultimate hunter already gets my me down to a 39 second alt cooldown late game and if i go gore drinker that's down to 31 seconds add a couple cloud dragons and my r is already down to 25 seconds um this is not real numbers just off the top of my head from 150 talent games 
Imagine the possibility of using our mid-team fight as Talon, then Gordrunker to heal, you get a double kill, only to have your ult back up to stall out the process for another Gordrinker active. This item could push Gordrinker Talon into new heights, and I'm all for it. Talon is already an unkillable mobile damage heavy bruiser at the moment. Um, nowhere near an assassin. Uh, I, I think he's both. He's just a bruiser <laughs> that can 100 to 0 you. Yeah. Uh, and I can't wait for this item to pop up in the shop. Keep down the bad work, and sorry for my email, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. You should try playing him jungle if you don't. I'm assuming you're probably a mid main based on like how you talked about it, but uh, you should definitely like try playing him jungle. He's probably like the the easiest to play out of the the trifecta of assassin junglers now. I yeah, I, th I think so. I think Kiana's the best out of them, but I think she's also like fucking hard as fuck to play uh compared Agreed. to him. but yeah. talon's like fucking super easy to play jungle i'd recommend picking him up if you're uh if you're struggling to climb at mid yeah uh awesome um thanks jonathan next email is from teal hey guys i only uh, recently started following your podcast due to spending more time in the car for my job and i absolutely love it i used to play league far more two years ago um and got to plat for a couple seasons in a row this felt like playing on my level, so I was happy with that. Now, due to time limitations, I only play about three games a week. I would say I am not that great mechanically, also because I don't like spamming one champion to get better mechanics on it, but I have good macro and decision making. This is why I play mainly uh, easy to play supports like Nautilus and then a Poppy, uh, where I can use my strength to set up for objectives, engage at the right time, and roam to help my jungle or mid with my map awareness, and I won't be punished for having weaker mechanics. I'm stuck in high silver, and I just can't seem to climb out. Uh, it feels like I imp I, the impact I can make as a macro support is too limited to win games. Usually one of the other lanes laners just hard feeds and one shots my AD carry, or uh, one of my teammates does the same to the enemy team. My good warding and decision making just feels completely wasted because no one in silver seems to look at the minimap or listens to any shot calling. All people seem to want to do is go uh, is go forward engaged no matter the odds. I just feel like I have the skill for playing plat, but my strengths just have uh, no use in silver because of the mismatch with my teammates who lack any form of macro awareness. This way my win rate uh, seems to be stuck at 50% because I have no impact on the game. I consider swapping to top, mid, or jungle now and abuse some broken stuff to get unstuck, but I don't want to be a one-trick or OP abuser. It is extra frustrating because I only have a time for a couple of games a week, and having no impact on the game just feels like a waste. Do you have any advice? I also wonder if this is just the meta now, where much of the game is decided on top, jungle, mid. I wonder if you think that I should just keep just swap roles to get out of silver. Thanks for reading my email. Keep up the good work. Best regards, Chiel. Um, So... Supports no, OP. The, yeah, I think I I'm still of the opinion personally that jungle is the most OP role in the game, um, just because of the like that's what the role is, yeah. you know. Um, you're supposed to influence the map more than any yeah. every other champ, and that's the meta right now is just being on the map. Yeah, I just want to um, like hop in really quick. So like at sure. least at my yellow or like Nick's yellow, like high high like the elite level of play is what the riot refers to as, which is like like high diamond plus uh sort mm -hmm. of thing um yeah support is probably the second best role in the game i would say yep. almost undisputed uh a lot of people would say jungle support and then it becomes a toss-up between mid 80 carry followed by top um but i also do think it changes like a lot of the time like 
like me and uh, Drew on our Discord, we talk a lot about how uh, top's pretty shit and support's pretty OP, and AD carry is a role that's actually really, really good at Arielo. AD carry players just have actually like a lot of impact, right? Uh, that yep. being said, I think it is pretty different at like low Arielo. I don't know if AD carry or support have as much uh, ability to do as much as they want at, at low Arielo. I still think support is a really good role at low Arielo. Uh, I just think that like you can't as easily influence the map as you might be able to at like high Rila, right because if you if you roam at like high diamond your ad carry most of the time will play back and not die in the 2v1 right whereas <laughs> most of the in time, silver yeah. i think it's probably less so that that's going to happen i think there's a lot of yeah. time your ad carry is going to push up and die um that being said you're playing a really impactful role man like you're playing a low econ role that self-funds itself through items like uh the support items that auto give yourself gold which is crazy um, and you have, like, a lot of ability to roam and affect the map if you, like, play, especially characters like Nautilus or Leona, like, watch, watch them, uh, play and look how often, there's a fucking game, I was so mad, I messaged Nick immediately, where <laughs> someone's did. playing mid, they're pushed up, and level three, they get ganked from a Leona from topside, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, I was just so mad, the Leona fucking hex flash, uh, hex flashes yeah. out of the bush and ease onto him, under tower and kills him, and it's like, God, I would be so fucking mad if a Leona ganks me from topside mid lane at level three. But like, supports have that really ability. Nothing, yeah, there's really nothing you can do about that as well. Like, it, if your flash is down, yeah. you just lose. Like, you just die. And that's, you know, for, for especially for competitive in, you yeah. know, maybe even in the elite level of play, like you were saying, like that one single roam or kill, like that can, that can be the game. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, I think I'm of the same opinion. I, th- I think it's, uh uh jungle first uh and then and then support pretty by far like pr- pretty easily um but uh yeah i don't know like i don't know enough about silver to mm-hmm. know if that's the like if that's true you know because, because i can say like oh leona's op you should just like just roam a bunch and your ad carry will be fine um but I, I don't think that's actually the case in in lower elo where where you you know your eighty carry won't necessarily take the safe play of giving up five or ten cs so you yeah. can roam. I, um, the best thing we can probably go off Nick is if we look at like support win rates. The higher elo we go, the more engaged Romy supports we'll see, like the Leonas, mm-hmm. the 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 Threshes, the the bards the blitzcranks and stuff like that and the lower elo we go we see more like mage supports Brands. and stuff okay, like, yeah. like mage supports fucking run that shit in like gold it's like zyra brand zareth velkaz all that stuff um so if you're really struggling like maybe just try to like either try the roam thing try roaming more often if you're winning lane build moby boots and fucking get the fuck out of there um yeah but if you're not winning lane maybe try to like play some mages and just start crushing lane to see if that's like a better play style for you try some brands try some zyra try some stuff like that yeah alternatively stop trying to play macro with leona nautilus um poppy and and, and just play to absolutely smash your lane mm-hmm. like if, if you're not getting you know 10 kills in a lane that's not going to be good enough to 1v9 yeah. Or two v eight the game, I guess, with your eighty carry. Yeah, I, I guess like like Nick, like uh, I, I think roaming's a fucking op at my elo, right? Or yeah, absolutely. That being absolutely. Said, I think you're a, you're a player who doesn't roam that much. I would say I'd say you play for lane a lot, like, and you're really good at playing. Yeah, and you're still D two, like, you're still doing really well. You're of a sixty percent win rate in your elo, and I'd say you play a pretty lane focused style, even though roaming I think uh, is traditionally the better style. Yeah, I, I I'll be honest, I don't 
no roam times. Like I, yeah. I don't know when I should be moving there. You, you know, a lot of the times I will move. Um, I, I truly think the only thing that I'm doing differently this year is fucking move. You play for jungle. Yeah. <laughs> we play for jungle in this region. Yeah. I don't care if you have a frozen lane. I don't care if you have like CS crashing into your turret, <laughs> like play for jungle because th- there's truly nothing that can go more catastrophically wrong than, your jungler getting tilted and you're like another one of your team members also getting tilted because they went to help the jungler. Yeah. And now instead of it just being the jungler giving up the jungle, like y- y- you're now like down super hard. Oh, it, it cascades. Yeah. When your yeah. jungler is behind, they start getting invaded. They start losing all their camps. They start getting killed. In the dr- it's like at that point, it's just not their fault and there's just nothing you can yeah. do. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Just yeah, I, I, I understand that quite well. It's not fun. Yeah. But yeah, just keep trying <laughs> um, some other stuff, man. Like you, you'll, you'll, I, yeah. I really believe in you. I think you can play with support. Don't feel like it's your role that's holding you back. You can climb with any role. The reality is, I think top is probably the worst solo queue role, at least at my elo. And yep. I don't think top's a bad role by any means. I don't think like I'm playing top and it's holding me back. I, I think that like I play to my own strengths that like work in top side and I can make it work. Like even though it's a weaker role, a lot of people would say. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. The only other thing I would say is when you are only playing a couple, you know, a few games a week. I don't. I don't know how many that is, but let's say you play four games a week. Yeah. Right. So, even at a seventy-five percent win rate, mm-hmm. you would only be plus four games, which is like fifty to seventy LP, depending yeah. on what you're getting, um, which isn't huge. And, like, if you're going 50-50 or, you know, let's say you have a 55% win rate, that probably means you're only plus one game a month. Yeah. Which, right, you're going to feel hard stuck even if you have, let's say, a 60% win rate, which Mm -hmm. is not hard stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also the fact that if you're playing irregularly, the one-offs are going to be so much worse, right? Like, one AFK is going to affect a quarter of your games for the week, right? Yeah. Or one shit level one or even just like your first game of the day if maybe you haven't played in four days and so your first game you're kind of rusty kind of iffy so maybe that first game normally doesn't go great yeah right like well that could be a third of your games for the week mm-hmm. oh, for know, sure that, and, and so by no means do you have to play league like all day every day to climb but um you know with a lower number of games it's a lot harder to to really know if you are stuck or just you know haven't gone through enough games to, to climb yeah for yeah. sure like I, I played a couple master games this season this uh past week and i i took a week off because i've had 10 games banked so then i played after a full week and i cs'd as poorly as i've ever cs i was like clicking poorly i wasn't like clicking accurately and i i thought to myself i have to play more consistently or else i'm throwing my first game of the day in the fucking shitter as soon as i queue up right like yep and that's that's not a good way to climb if you're if you're just like throwing your first game to warm up like every single day like that that's that's not a good way of doing it but yeah that's a good point colton but yeah thank you for the email yeah yeah thanks thank chill. you uh next one from dong lord hey everyone i'm a longtime player of league all the way back from beta and only a semi-recent listener who's now an avid fan and is currently whittling through the catalog of podcasts I've moved across the world for my girlfriend in June 2019 to a rather remote place with no ability to play online games. I have not played nor seen a frame of League of Legends since the day I left. 
only hearing audio of league cast hosts describing it to me as I use my years of playing to imagine as I listen to the podcast over the sound of the machinery I work with every day. Uh, I was wondering if you could explain something to me. Uh, so if you could explain to someone like me who has a good understanding of League but hasn't played since mid-season 9 to describe the past two years of the game and fill in the blanks uh, <laughs> with whatever you deem appropriate for someone to know. Thanks for the podcast. Congrats on 500. Thanks, Dong Lord. I, I, I think well, there's... No, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, this particular season is the greatest league has ever been. Yeah. Uh, and truly, uh, I, I've enjoyed the ranked season more than any other before. Um, so I, I wouldn't change anything about it. I, I do want to say, like, just like, not that there's like a good way to sum up two years worth of league or whatever. Yeah, of course. But I do think <laughs> the last two years have been pretty fucking consistent. Outside of like champion releases getting like a little bit crazy over the last two years. Yeah, sure. Um, I think the meta has been pretty fucking similar for the most part. I think this year, like other than supports kind of getting a lot more power and stuff, uh, it's been really similar. Uh, the only thing that kind of has changed really since you've left is uh, item rework has changed the game like a lot. Um, but you'll find your place uh, your footing like really really quick if you pick it up again yeah um although it sounds like this person won't be able to play yeah anytime soon i don't, I don't um, think the game's gonna change next year either it's gonna still be like mythics i think it's yeah. gonna be your biggest change when you come back like but yeah mythic items are, are just items that you could you can only build one of yeah uh, and it adds additional stats to some other some of the other items that you build yeah Awesome. Thanks, Dong Lord. Uh, next email is from probably not your mailman. Hell, hello there, Lee Cast crew. I've been following your podcast for the last three years since I started working as a mailman. Having something to listen to really makes the days fly by. Uh, so I'm especially grateful for your effort keeping the podcast alive. Uh, and I'm even more grateful for your continued passion for the game, which spreads to me as well. I've been playing since season one. So this season I made a goal for myself to hit Grandmaster to beat my current peak, which has been Masters. Oh, that's sick. Uh, but there's been one thing that's been keeping me from reaching my goal, and it is that I struggle with my mental when it comes to League. I look at streamers like uh, Bobus and Tyler1 and many pro players and wonder to myself how they could grind so many solo queue games in a row while, while keeping a good mental. Okay, not... Maybe not Tyler one, uh, but I don't know if it's because I have a very physical job and it takes a toll on my mental when it comes to League of Legends, uh, but I feel very tilt prone whenever I do uh, make mistakes. I try not to make it as big of a deal, but sometimes when I'm 0-2 in lane, I just feel defeated and want to lay down on my bed. I love playing League, but I hate it uh, when I'm so fragile and can't grind solo queue without losing my mind, uh, getting tilted and upset, which I feel gets way worse after having been at work. Uh, and lately I've been, I've gotten lighter in anxiety because I know how much of an emotional commitment it becomes for me. And I just can't relax in solo queue. Do you have any advice on how to conquer this issue? Because it is slowly taking my excitement out of the game that I feel so strongly for. Thanks for reading. Probably not your mailman. Wouldn't it be wild if he were one of our mailmen though? <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> be insane that would be right? fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, going to start tough. checking his routes to see if he notices our names ever. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's... Men mental is obviously real tough and varies extremely person to person. I think the, the general big advice is, you know, if it's not fun, reconsider what it is you're doing. Maybe just take a nice little break for a while. Um... 
if you feel like part of it is that you can't find a way to cope with it, like explore other means of coping, talk to a, a friend, a family member, you know, if you have access to it, a professional, like it, it doesn't have to be like a, you know, a, a major thing. Like you, you can just be like, Hey, you know, what do you do when you're stressed out? And some people might be like, well, I do this or this or this. Like there's so many potential ways to do it. Um, but yeah, I would say the big one is just like, if you notice it affecting you, try to cut back before it worsens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, it's easy to kind of fall down that hole and then play like two more games and do really, really, really shitty. And then you feel like even worse about yourself and you're angry and then like, you go to bed angry, and that's just never good. Yeah, the game I shouldn't make nice, you. Yeah, no. I think Cold and I specifically queue up for too many games when we're angry. Um, yeah, sometimes it's so fucking easy, dude. <laughs> After you like lose a yeah. game that's annoying, you just want to play another. You just want to rage queue and play another one, but just don't. Just don't. So, There's no reason you should be mad about a video game. <laughs> it's super bad because it like I'll have games where I'm like, holy shit, I played so well that game, and it doesn't matter. We just lost anyway. Yeah. And those are the mm-hmm. worst because I'll keep queuing up knowing that I'm playing maybe not maybe not well. I wouldn't even say that. Playing fine enough to win, you yeah. know? Yeah. That was, and it's that like, was my... Well, I'm doomed now. <laughs> that was my last two games that I played yeah. both mid where I'm just like, I didn't do anything that, that should have lost us these games. And I mean, I, I surely did make mistakes, but in mm-hmm. that time I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. playing very much well enough to have won both of these games. Yeah. Zed Jungle is dog shit. Never play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's when it gets um, rough. Yeah, but thanks for the email. Probably not your mailman. And uh, good luck with your goal of grandmaster. Big badass if you had it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a couple more emails here. So this next one is from Caleb. Hey guys, I was listening to this week's episode and found a resonance with the topic of yellow. And being a listener for almost a year now, I find that you guys mention the fact that being hard stuck is a good thing as it means you're playing with other players at your skill level. I've recently been playing a lot of Call of Duty uh, as I have been trailing for training for a new job and moving at the same time, so I don't have the time to play full games of League. Uh, P.S. I don't know why people think League is so toxic because the COD community <laughs> has always been known as super toxic. And a lot of the COD community has been getting in on the discussion of skill-based matchmaking in their game. <laughs> You've probably seen the discussion, but if you haven't, my take on it is that the YouTubers are upset because they can't shit on new players and go on big streaks for the sake of, sake of content. Uh, being in a league community for so long, it's sad to see a community so against playing against players of equal skill, because most of us in the league community would agree that the close games are the ones we remember most. I'm sure that this is just the YouTubers mainly whining, but it is noticeable for the fans of God uh, that have mob mentality around the idea. And with a new installment releasing soon, the big question up in the air is still whether Activision will keep the skill-based matchmaking system or toss it out because of community backlash. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the concept of skill-based matchmaking in games and the main difference between League and COD. Uh, being that League fans focus on solo queue more than normals, whereas COD fans barely even play the ranked game mode as most of these whiny YouTubers can't find five friends to form a squad. <laughs> Sorry for the Tom Kench girth of an email. Love you guys. Congrats on 500. Caleb. Yeah, I've talked a lot about the whole COD thing. Um, the main thing is that a lot of COD players like the idea of just 
shooting at people and getting like 30 bombs and shit like that. And the main notion comes from the fact that they don't want to, and I quote, sweat when they're just playing casual games, right? They don't want to have to yeah. sweat to like do well in a game. But what they what they what they're failing to understand is that with skill based matchmaking, if you just don't sweat and you just play casually, you'll be you'll eventually play against people <laughs> who are of that skill level. And guess what? Mm-hmm. You'll start doing well in games that you're just playing casually. Um, but I, I, I don't know. The reality mm-hmm. is that they just want to shit on players. Um, and the reality is they're probably trying more hard than they actually think they are. Um, and they're just like beating up players who aren't as good at them as them. And that's like really where yeah. it comes from. Uh, I just think it's very hard to understand that when you're in that, like when you're in that mode, I guess is the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think a big, big part of it, Aiden, that you hit is just like, they aren't acknowledging how hard they're trying when they're playing like air quotes casually yeah um and then yeah they just like they want to they, they want to wreck people and it's like i mean fine then just just fucking play better but i think skill-based matchmaking you know it depends on the game the game mode yeah a, a lot of things um i know like at this point whenever we try and play PUBG, because there's not a huge yeah. player base it's either going to be bots or people who have like 800,000 yeah. hours in the game. And that's not super fun, but like, yeah, th- there's not really a way for it to match make appropriately because mm-hmm. there's just not the, the player base to do it. Now, I don't think COD has that problem. Um, do they need to skill based match make normals? Not necessarily, but I do think it is better for the game as a whole. Yeah. And if you don't want to super try hard, fine. Play casuals and sink down to whatever your casual play level is. That's like, like, like the the big discussion yeah. was for Fortnite because Fortnite was going to add it, and people were like, "Oh, I don't want to sweat. I don't have to like do all these crazy builds. I don't have to like be able to build and like do all this crazy shit." Then don't because you'll eventually start playing with people who don't. Is like it's like mm-hmm. so crazy. It's like they're they're not mm-hmm. understanding that the reality is they they want to. They probably on average are better than the average player, I would say. These people who, like, are in this group of people that complain. But they're not, like, good, good at the uh-huh. game, right? And they like being better yeah. than the average player, but they don't like being shit on by the good players, like, right? And uh-huh. it's just like that weird Yeah, way. like, to to use a, a, a league analogy, or like, with yeah. rank, right? It's like, these are probably, like, you know, D4. mid to high plat players, D4 players, <laughs> who in their head are, like, D1 Mm-hmm. And they're they're upset because they can't stop stomp silvers anymore, and they're having to play matches against other plat players where they sometimes win and sometimes lose. It's like, yeah. you know, okay, well, fucking deal with it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's so weird. I, I understand. Like, I've definitely been there as a kid. I loved stomping like cod lobbies, but I also, as like someone who's growing up a bit, I understand the fucking ba- like the benefit of having skill-based matchmaking to make it so a new player wants to play your game you know what? i would love for more people to play league of legends you know what I mean? and skill-based matchmaking in league of legends allows a new player to come play mm-hmm. and not just get shit stomped until they quit yeah yep. i i also think cod is a game that in particular on even skill footing yeah you can't have as dominant of a performance yeah. as you can in league right sure. like in, in a game that, you know, everyone is D3 and should be D3, like, you yeah. still might have a runaway 17-0 Fiora. Yeah. And, like, that's almost never going to happen in a, a, in a shooter mm-hmm. where there's not compounding advantages. Yeah. Um, but, again, that's just the nature of the game. Like, For sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I would love fucking skill-based matchmaking in PUBG when we play it, though. That'd be so sick, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I, yeah. do you think that's where we're going to end the emails for the episode? Yeah. We have two more uh, that we'll get to next week. One from Bor- Bored as a B, and the other one from Zod, a long Zod one, a fucking cl- uh, Zod classic that we'll see next week. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get nice to this little, next week. A little Zod novel, short novella. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. we're like we're a little bit recording a little bit later tonight, but uh, we'll 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 call it for the episode though. Yeah, so that'll do it for episode five hundred three. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to send us an email, it is mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kinglardout slash bluebasket and slash leadcastfrost. Tweet at us at leadcast on Facebook. We are leadcast. Uh, visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord, leadcastpodcast.com forward slash Discord, uh, as well as discord.gg forward slash leadcast. Uh, and finally, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash leadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. World's hype, baby!